Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this week's episode of Pop Culture Weekly, I talk to Black Bear about his brand new album in loving memory. Let's go! Welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon from iHeartRadio. Your pop culture news, views, reviews, and celebrity interviews on all the movies, TV, music, and pop culture you crave weekly. Here's Kyle McMahon. Nan, nan, nan. Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. I, of course, am Kyle McMahon, and it is an awesome, awesome episode because... I am talking to Black Bear. This was supposed to happen last year and things got crazy. So uh, we did it in conjunction with his brand new album, In Loving Memory. So good. He is one of my favorite artists. He is such a talented writer, producer, engineer, musician, artist. I just, I really, really, really love his work. And I love how he just puts it all out there. He's not afraid to be vulnerable. And it's scary to be vulnerable. And so I'm hyped to talk to him. He His new album, In Loving Memory, is out today, depending on when you're listening to this. But it is incredible. It's a little bit of a veer away from you know what you may be used to from him. I mean, it's not a crazy veer, but uh, lots of guitars. It's kind of got that pump. Pump, pop, punk, emo thing going on, but still at its heart. Great songs, incredible lyrics, catchy hooks. I mean, it's it's a Black Bear album, and, and I love it. So we are celebrating Black Bear today and his incredible new album, In Loving Memory. He's getting ready to go on tour. Tour dates are up on the, or in the show notes, and on our website, podcast.popcultureweekly.com. Don't forget, if you go to podcast.popcultureweekly.com, that'll take you to the podcast side of Pop Culture Weekly. So there's tons of guest information and show notes and all of that. If you go to popcultureweekly.com, that's, you know, kind of the hub with all the news and all that good stuff, all the blog pieces and all. So in any event, you can get the tour dates on the website and in the show notes. And he will be at the VMAs, depending on when you listen to this. If you listen to this a couple of days later, he would have been at the VMAs. He's up for Best Alternative for Love It When You Hate Me, Avril Lavigne featuring Black Bear. And he's just got so much good stuff coming out. I also talked to him about Mansions 2, when and if that may happen, as well as what we can expect next from him and so much more. It's really, 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 I, I love this man. He's an incredible artist, and I can't wait to dive in to talk to him. Before we do that, just this is a serious you know, moment. 
I, as you know, my mom passed away last year from pancreatic cancer. My mom, Joanne, and I struggle with it every day. But over the last year, I've been filming, you know, recording the show, uh, traveling all over the country, the series that I've been working on called Death, Grief, and Other Shit We Don't Discuss. It premieres August 30th, Tuesday. Uh, it's from iHeart Podcast Network, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. My goal with this is to make the show that I was looking for when my mom passed. So I hope that it will help you if you've lost somebody you love. And, you know, the reality is even if you haven't yet lost somebody you love, you're going to so at some point. So, you know, I, I really I have packed it with resources. There's tons of blog posts that are coming and, you know, deliverables, downloadables and resources for each and every episode. And so I'm really really, really nervous for it to come out and excited and terrified. So please head on over there uh, wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to Death, Grief, and Other Shit We Don't Discuss. It's 13 episodes. So, all right, back to Pop Culture Weekly. Let's get into it. Let's jump right in to my interview with Black Bear and and uh by the way we're doing we've been doing Black Bear week there is all kinds of great content on popcultureweekly.com all related to Black Bear and I even created a playlist of my favorite Black Bear songs so you can check that out on popcultureweekly.com all right here he is the one the only Black Bear So, uh, first of all, thank you for joining me on iHeartRadio's Pop Culture Weekly. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> let's go back. I, you know, I want to talk about your, your new album, but uh, let's go back a little bit, if you don't mind. You When you started out, you were in Pennsylvania, and then uh, you hooked up with Neo, right? I was in Florida. You were in Florida. And then, and how'd you hook up with him? So, I sent my demos out with my manager. To, like, everybody that would listen, like, we sent them to, like, Ultra Records, like, the dance label in Miami. Like, we sent them to everybody. And Neo was the only one who wrote back. And I think Akon wrote back, too. And we were like, let's go with Neo. And so we, because we were trying to pick who, we're, who we were going to, like, write with for, the, for that month or that week or whatever. And Neo said, yeah, come up here and use my studio for a week and write a few songs and let's see what you got. And um, I ended up staying there for three years, learning from that, that camp and those people. And it changed my life completely because I'm just an emo kid from Florida. And these dudes kind of took me under their wing and kind of showed me R and B and hip hop and like all the, just all the, it showed me that I really had soul, you know? And um, yeah, they played a huge part in my life. And so that gave you kind of the bug, I guess. I mean, I'm sure you had it before, but I'm sure that really was like a huge thing for you, your drive. Well, yeah, I mean, I got to see I got to see uh, B Major go into the studio 
with nobody else and come out with a song and he produced it, wrote it, everything. And, and he would have a song. And then I see Neil go in the room and write a song and come out and it's, and it's Beyonce's song the next week. And it's just like, damn, I can write songs for girls. I can write songs for myself and I can produce them too. So I'm going to learn how to do that. And that's kind of like what gave me the drive to be self-supporting. I love that. And then, uh, then you began writing and producing and, uh, and eventually releasing your own stuff. What was that like for you to get your, your first, you know, your own music with you performing it as well? What was that like to get it out there for the first time? Well, it was a struggle because, like, I kind of made some demos and sent them to Mike Posner. And Posner heard them and he was like, come to L.A., so I went to LA and we made like, we made the first song we made was Justin Bieber boyfriend or like the second song we made. So like right off the bat, I thought I was hot shit. And like, it was, it was crazy. Like my whole life changed right away. And I got all this money and I blew it. And then I was broke again. And I was like, what the hell, man? So it was a struggle. And I was like, I got to start this project to support myself and my family. And so I started Black Bear um, just just by a whim, just on a whim. And it and it it took a long time, but it worked. It's incredible how uh, you know, so many people talk about overnight successes and they ignore the the years and years before that, you know? Yeah, I mean, Neil had me writing a song every day for three years. One wow. like one song every day for three years. So yeah. And so uh, with Mike Posner, who I absolutely love, he's been on the show, you guys hooked up and eventually did Mansions, which is, I got to say, is one of my favorite albums ever. Oh, thank you so much, man. And and w- what was that project like for you? It was such a such a unique thing. I loved how both of you kind of came together with your own thing and then did this, you know, joint project that was so unique in my opinion yeah it was super unique and we were just kind of being ourselves and like i would do my part in one room and he was doing his part in the other room and then we would come together and and we would make the song together so it was like it was very much like my own project that i was working on and his own project that he was working on separately and then we came together and put all the music together and that's what happened i love that and mike said uh last time he was on the show that um, there is work on Mansions 2. Is that still, uh, where's that at we're right now? Gonna start, we're going to start recording in November. Awesome. I can't wait for that. And hopefully we'll finally get a Mansions tour. I don't know about that, but maybe. <laughs> in your career, you know, you've now produced for numerous and written for numerous artists. How do you decide when you're writing, um, you know, this is going to go to somebody else or I'm going to do this or does it not happen like that for you? You know, a lot of the times I'll make a song specifically for the artist that I'm, I'm shooting for. Like when I made beautiful mistakes with my friends, like I was like, dude, we're writing the next Maroon 5 single. And we tried and we came up with a song that they hated and that, fueled my fire even more to be like okay what are you looking for and they told me and then I made it and I made the song so it was just like you know it's it's, it's 
some and then sometimes I just write songs and I don't know who they're for and they sit on they sit on my manager's computer for like five years and then somebody cuts it you know it's their song and do you have a hard time ever like uh as a songwriter you know um has has is there ever a time where you're like damn I wish I released that myself you know what I mean no because I really like I really like I see songwriting as a hobby for me and all the songs I write for other artists are, are like definitely like, like, I, I, I don't know. I write songs for black bear and with a purpose of being within a concept album and within, within the realms of like, I just, I just, there's certain things I talk about in black bear music and there's just a certain vibe. Like when I'm writing for black bear, I know it's, I know who it's for. Mm. That's awesome. And your songs, you know, your songs for Black Bear are, you know, I first of all, the production is incredible and and the lyrics are so, um, you know, you have such great lyrics. Is Are you writing, um, you know, I, I've talked to some artists who uh, come up with like a character and they write for that character and, you know, others write um, from their own experiences. What is it for you or is it all different? I mean, it's all different, but I've never written for a character. I've written to help. I really write to help people heal through what I'm going through. And it's kind of like therapy for me. So, you know, it's just like I make it to help myself and hopefully it helps one other person. And if it helps one other person, then I did my job right. That's awesome. And then then you released uh, um, uh, Everything Means Nothing, which is... Uh, such an incredible album from start to finish. I love it. Um, I think it's the most accessible Black Bear album so far. Um, and you had this giant hit with Hot Girl Bummer. What was that like for you as a songwriter and as an artist, you know? I mean, dude, it's really cool to have a song in the Billy and Play Club. Like, I mean, that's just, like, amazing. It's just, it feels like, you know, I don't know if, feels like I, I made something that really touched every single person in the world and, or at least a billion of them. And, you know, and it's just like, it's just so cool to know that like what I was feeling in that moment, a billion other people said, yeah, me too. Can you even fathom that? Like a billion? I think I can. Can you? No, I can't. (laughs) For your Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. New album, In Loving Memory. I love, uh, you know, one of the things I love about you as an artist is that you have all these different um, kind of facets and and sides musically and as an artist in general, um, you know, where you can easily kind of slink through uh, R&B or hip hop or pop or, um, you know, kind of where you are now with this album, uh, like this kind of punk, punk rock, emo pop, you know, is that 
organic? Like, is that just like, oh, that's kind of just what I'm like vibing to at the time? Or are you like, you know what? I just did a more poppy album. Let me like bring in some guitars for this next one. How does that work for you? It was like, it was like 20%. Like I just did a pop album. Let's bring some guitars in. But it was also 80% just like, I want to be true to me and how I grew up and tell the story of how I grew up in, in the form of the kind of music I listened to when I was a kid and just nostalgic shit. And so like, I kind of made this album. It's a, it's a letter to my dad who passed away on uh, July on June 29th, uh, July 29th. And, um, and I'm so sorry, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, it's just like he passed away and I never really got to say goodbye to him. We never talked growing up. Like we don't have a relationship. So I just like, I wanted to write him something that he could hear beyond the grave. And that's kind of what it it's dark, but that's what it's about. That's it's a concept album for ghosts. I, I absolutely love that. A concept album for ghosts. And I, I lost my mom, um, March 24th last year. And, uh, and, uh, thank you. I, I had kind of an opposite story. Her and I were extremely close. She was a single mom, um, for a long time. And, uh, and her and I are, are very close. Um, and, uh, it, for me, um, it, knocked the wind out of me, you know, and, um, I ended up, uh, actually doing um, the series that I'm been working on the last year called death grief and other shit we don't discuss comes out Tuesday. And what I did for me, because when she passed, I had all this energy and I could see myself starting to spiral and, and I was getting dangerously close to spiraling out of control. Um, and I was like, I need to do something with this energy. So I, uh, um, you know, hit up the CEO of iHeart uh, Media and said, "Hey, I have this idea for a show, and um, and it intertwines my mom's story, uh, her cancer journey, with subject matter experts from everything from you know death doula to I went up to Lilydale, New York, um, and talked to this medium who who contacts." Uh, people on the other side and um, even people that uh, this doctor in Texas that studies near-death experiences. And so this whole series um, is for That's her. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm terrified um, because it's so deeply personal. I've never done something this deeply personal publicly. Um, so I'm terrified, but I'm also excited. And similarly to what you said, if it helps one person on their grief journey, wherever they may be um, on that journey, it's worth it for me. You know, this is the show um, that I was looking for when my mom passed. And so uh, so I think it'll be worth it. But but I feel you on um you know, in the vein of trying to find a creative outlet to deal with the loss of a parent, you know? Yeah. And, and, and also it's just like, I don't know, like, uh, I just, I, I started writing this on tour, um, on tour with Maroon 5 and I, I don't know, I never really knew this guy and it was just like, it was just a chance to kind of write just kind of like get I don't know get through therapy in a way and kind of like answer questions that I had for myself and like I think I pretty much 
like got through it because I was able to make this album. So I just like, I thank the fans for listening and, um, you know, it means, it just does mean so much to me. And I was just, I really, I was spiraling as well. I was struggling with drugs really hard. I'm 37 days sober today. Congratulations. Like, thank you. But I, I mean, man, I was, I was like really, really get, I was getting close to like dying there, ODing and like, and, and my real dad, he passed away from heroin overdose and liver failure and organ failure. So, so for me, it was just, it was hitting really close to home and it was like, it's like I am where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I truly believe, um, you know, I struggle and I talk about this in, in my series that I struggle with, you know, I believe that there's a higher power. Um, but I have a hard time, you know, kind of, uh, reconciling, you know, when people say, Oh, everything happens for a reason or whatever. And it's like, you know, my mom passed from pancreatic cancer and it's like, what, what was the reason, you know, if it's for me to do a fucking show, um, that's not a good enough reason for me, you know? And, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, obviously I can't change, you know, what has happened, but I have to deal with, um, with the, what we have here, um, you know, and what has happened and, uh, it, it is a struggle and I can absolutely see how you, uh, you know, um, you can go down a path like that where, you know, for me losing a parent, it was like, and my, my biological father, um, I didn't know at all, uh, and don't know at all. And, um, so for me losing my mom, it was like, um, the world is, is scary all of a sudden, you know what I mean? It's like that, that rock that has always been there for me is not here anymore. And, um, and I thought that to myself, the world is a scarier place now without her. Um, yeah. And through, you know, this series, uh, I, you know, I've been, it kept me extremely busy for the last year where I have been able to channel that energy into something that I hope will help others. And, and, you know, I'm so happy that this album for you has been therapy for you because we need somewhere to put these feelings or it's so easy to go, you know, to drugs or sex or money or gambling or, you know, any, any kind of thing like that, that can become an addiction, a destructive addiction. Um, so I, I, you know, big props to you, man, for, for, channeling that through your art you know um Thank you, man. it's and and it's hard do you feel vulnerable um by putting out an album you know surrounding that um yeah i do but i'm used to being vulnerable i mean every black bear album is like this huge part of my soul and i've always been so blunt about like like you know, there's this girl I'm talking about and you know who it is, you know, who? like I'll even say their names sometimes and what their pictures look like. And like, I'll, I'll talk about these people and these characters and they're, they're real characters. And just like black bears always been a space where I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna put my life out there. And you know, if somebody judges it the wrong way, fuck them. And it's just like, you know, I kind of just do it. I just do it for the fans to relate to. And just, I want to be, I want to be a place that people can go 
when they feel like a misfit and they feel like left out and they feel like they don't have a purpose. Like I want to give them some kind of purpose and at least, at least do that the night they come to my show. I want to give them a night that they could just, they could just let go and, and not worry about anything. I, I absolutely love that. So many, you know, people, and I, I was actually talking about this with Mike, uh, so many people today, you know, in, in the industry are, are, there's so much, there's a lot of fluff and fluff has, a, you know, it's time and place. Um, but especially today with like this cancel, cancel culture in many ways, um, it, it can be scary. I know I'm terrified. I m- made a mention on Twitter about Beyonce, D- Diane Warren, who's been on the show, um, who's, you know, this incredible songwriter, tweeted something about uh, 23 writers on a song or something. And I, re- you know, responded to her. Nothing, it was nothing derogatory or anything. And the Bayhive, um, literally, I got like death threats and uh, people were like tweeting me like, uh, you know, the Bayhive um, was tweeting me like, uh, this is why your mom's dead and like all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, it made me really scared for a second, not about death threats and stuff, but I'm like, holy shit, is this, you know, I'm getting ready to put out a show, like kind of bearing, you know, the hardest thing that's ever happened to me, like, and this is what I'm putting it out to, you know, it it's scary for me anyway. Yeah. I understand that. And, and I just like, you know what, I, I know those people are out there, but like, you know, uh, we, we have all been a hater at one point and whether we say we have or not, we've all hated on something. And it's just like, you know, um, haters gonna hate, you know, it's yeah. just, it is what it is. And, and those people are going to be there. And, and I just deal with them. I just, I kind of, I kind of just like, I egg them on and I, I always like the responses that are, that are negative to me. And like, I kind of just egg them on and I just like, don't care because I know who I am and that's what matters. I love that being confident in yourself to the point where it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter for, for your new album. You have a bunch of features on it. How were you like a kid in a candy store? Like, you know, deciding who you want to work with. Yeah, I kind of was. I mean, I I made these songs on this album like, hey, I want to make a song that sounds like Bayside. Let's get the guy from Bayside on it. I was like, I want to make a song like Newfound Glory. Let's get Newfound Glory on it. And so that was kind of like the idea between getting the used on Toxic Energy. It was just like these people inspired this album. So I wanted to make them a part of it. Plus, they're my good friends and they're great people. That's awesome. And, it, it, you know, the the singles are fire. Um, I don't know which one I love the most because they're all great. And I love, again, that it's just another um, side of you, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm most excited for the one coming out tonight. It's called Dead Inside. So that's like my favorite song on the album. So everybody go listen to that. I can't wait. And you're getting ready to hit the road. Yeah, man. How hyped are you for that? I don't know. I It's... I feel like I'm not I'm not in physical top physical shape for that right now. I've been eating a lot, but <laughs> but like but like um I I love connecting with people and I love going on the road and like just just the connection with the audience and just, you know, every city just 
you know, I like to go vintage shopping in every city mm. that I go to. So it's just like, it's just like a ritual for me. I'm going to miss my kids, you know, and my wife, but um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. It's, it's been, it's been long enough and the pandemic really made me depressed. So it, yeah, it feels good to get out. Well, when was the last time you actually toured? Um, with Maroon 5, but my last headliner was in 2019. 2019. All right. So that's what, three, four years ago? I'm really bad at math. Um, but uh, so is it therapeutic for you in a way to go out and, you know, just fire out these songs in front of a crowd that's singing all the words back to you? Yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. Like, especially going to like going to like Europe on this run is going to be so fun. Do like just go over there and hear all the accents singing my song <laughs> back. I don't know. I'm just really excited to go on tour and I'm in rehearsals right now and it sounds freaking sick. It's like monstrous. We don't stop. We play freaking seven songs in a row without taking a break. Wow. We like, dude, I mean, we're, and then after that, we take a break and do seven more. We just like, the, the set is over an hour long. It's just, it's packed with Black Bear songs, every album. It's just fun. Awesome. And, you know, I'm really hyped. I'm going to come out uh, and see, I think, in Philadelphia. I'm so hyped because I've never seen you live. I was going to see you at uh, Firefly, and um, and uh, I was covering it for my show. Um, so I was, you know, I had a pre-scheduled interview with, uh, with somebody else while your show was on. I'm like, there was, you know, I was like, damn it. And then, but now you're hitting the road, and I'll get to see a full uh headlining black bear show and i'm so hyped for it and it's a really good time to come see me because like you know i'm totally sober and coherent and like i perform so much better when i'm sober so people are gonna get a hell of a show awesome man i'm so hyped and what's next for you after you know you have this album coming out which you know we're all excited about you're touring uh are you thinking beyond that yet or or Day by day, for the most part. Day by day, but I really want to do an R&B album again. I want to go back to my roots and make, uh, you know, some stuff that kind of reminds people of Digital Drug Lord and stuff like that. So I kind of want to dig back into my roots and, like, kind of maybe mix some live instrumentation in with uh, some R&B. So that's, like, what I want to do next, and we'll see. I love that, man. I am. Th thank you for everything. And uh, seriously, congratulations on 37 days. Um, I, you know, that's something to be proud of. And I know that you'll be uh, hitting that every single day. You'll be adding on to that. So um, seriously, big ups to you on that, man. Thanks, Kyle. And congrats on your podcast. Um, it sounds amazing. Give us the link. I want to listen to it. It sounds sick. For sure, I'll uh, DM you or I'll, or I'll send it to um, to Sam and and TJ and uh, um, I'm terrified, but I'm but I'm you know it's coming <laughs> it's coming Tuesday whether I want it or not. So can't wait, man. That's gonna be awesome. Thank you, brother, and uh, I'll see you out on the road. Thank you so much for speaking with me on iHeartRadio, Black Bear. I really appreciate it. We're loving all of the stuff that you're feeding us with the great music, the album coming, the tour. You got the VMAs mansions too uh, album after that where you know you're we're uh we're eating it up bro keep it coming hell yeah thanks have a great day okay thanks you too man
Mother effin' Black Bear. I freaking love him. Just an incredible guy, an incredible talent, incredible artist. You know, just go listen to In Loving Memory right now. I'm telling you, you are going to love it. Black Bear is just, he, he really is an incredible artist, and I love him. Make sure you check out the tour dates in the show notes and uh you know and i'll also link all the other pieces that we have out for you content for black bear week so thank you for listening you know i love you uh, we've got some exciting stuff coming up for you can i say it i guess i can say it yeah i think i can say it oh boy i hope i can say it Next week, we have the cast of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime Video. I went up to New York, recorded in uh, Ryan Seacrest's studio. Thank you, Ryan, for allowing me to use your studio while I talked to the cast of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. And I can't tell you just how much I can't tell you yet what I think about the series, but I will be able to for the next episode. I'll have my review out uh, and a lot to look forward to. And August 30th, Death, Grief, and Other Shit We Don't Discuss. Please check it out. It really, really would mean a lot to me if you could go and subscribe to the show and let me know what you think about it. It is me at my mo- most, you know, vulnerable. And yeah, yeah. So please check that out. Link is in the show notes. All right. I love you. See you next week. We out. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Weekly. Hear all the latest at popcultureweekly.com. Fuck you and you. And you, I hate your friends and they hate me too. I'm through, I'm through, I'm through. It's that hot girl, Bubba Red, throw it up and Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.